All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, but no, dude, I can I can believe it. That ga- that that show is bananas, and it's so it's just so visually so cool, and and, and the fact that it's like I'm just like this has to be based on a comic, and it's totally not. Um, oh, which is um. Yeah, it's pretty cool to know that it's just like it's an original idea, and it feels very cinematic. It's very much like a, like one of your one of your, uh, uh, not I I wouldn't say run of the mill Korea South Korean movies, uh, because mm. no South Korean movie is ever run of the mill. <laughs> but yes, it's a South that's, Korean that's movie, so so it's got like, it's got fucking teeth. yeah they're not shy they're not shy from uh uh, sorry they don't hesitate from shying away from the pain of life you know they're just yeah no said it a a brutally it's just like have you ever been broke well these motherfuckers are broke broke yeah (laughs) dude the way it starts off is like uncut gems i'm like when is this dude gonna stop you know (laughs) Oh fuck! He's like you know, buys himself uh, you know uh, you know a, a, ca- a couple of cans of soda and the you know the cashier is like, all right, that'll be three twenty five, and he's like, that's best four out of five, you know. It's like, dude, stop! <laughs> oh, it's just like this guy has a problem. <laughs> he has a very serious problem. Oh yeah, definitely. He's just he's such a piece of shit. I thought he gave his daughter a gun for her birthday. I was like, <laughs> where the fuck did he get a gun? Was that was was in that plastic cube that he won at the fucking fair? At the fair, dude. Oh man. Well, even the look on her face, she's just like, Wow, this is so inappropriate, Dad. <laughs> um. But I'm a child. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but she, I, I, I love how she was so, so much more sophisticated than he was. Like, even though she was like, what, nine, uh, she, she was kind of like trying to make him feel better. Like, look, I know you don't, you know, you don't have a lot of money. I, I love the, uh, the duck bookie that, uh, that you're treating me to. It's awesome. Even though mom says it's uh, junk food, which, you know, I was I was really offended by personally. But um, <laughs> she got taken to a fucking steakhouse like <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what the f- I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a cultural thing, but like get taking your child to a fucking steakhouse for her birthday yeah. is like that's <laughs> like, did they let her drink whiskey, too? Like, yeah, what the I fuck, know. Man? Right. That's. So substantial, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, here's McAllen <laughs> for 1948. It's a good year. Oh, it's a good vintage. <laughs> <laughs> you could really taste the smoke, smoky, oaky 
aftertaste. That's right. Now you're a lady. <laughs> oh, but I'm eight. You know, weird. You're you're painting this very weird. Yeah, I know. Right I now. am. Like, I am. It's it's very weird. I'm just like ah, no, <laughs> gross. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but you know what's not weird is that I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and I am totally weird, and that's why I'm Pav, and you're listening <laughs> to the Robots versus Taxes program on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Your only source. Of pop culture and politics, mingling, co-mingling, playing a squid game together and really getting to know each other. All the rough <laughs> edges, all the round, hairy corners, you know what I mean? <laughs> we combine the content that angels fear to render uh, because we know this is what you're looking for on your drive to uh, the salt mines of uh, Omicron Percy I-8. On a Monday, what the, f- what the fuck am I talking about? Yes, that's right. On your daytime drive to Arrakis to mine for spice. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that fucking film. By the way, no, I can't wait either. <laughs> What'd you just stuff in your mouth? Candy. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even drug candy. It's just the. Uh, <laughs> it's just regular candy. It's just regular candy. <laughs> I'm just like now's my chance of stuff of Jolly <laughs> Jolly okay, Ranch, least... my fucking throat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's a Jolly Rancher. If it was candy corn, I'd have to dissolve this show. I'm not a fucking uh, sociopath, dude. What do I look like, Mike fucking... Pence? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, he would he would eat candy corn. He'd have it by the bucket load. He's just like, it's the only candy that mother allows in the house. <laughs> I use these to ward away the gay thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit. It's part of his whole gay conversion therapy. Ugh. Ugh. Candy corn. That's that's the rumor about Mike Pence. And that that's that's something that like if you look at the man, you'll totally believe it. I know. I know. Chappelle just made a joke about this, but um, uh, ah. I, I, I totally believe it. Yeah, that was one of the only jokes where I was just like, "Oh, right on," you know. <laughs> solid, la- solid chuckle in his like fucking TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, Mike Pence is so repressed that that dam has to burst in some shape or form. If it hasn't already, there has to be some sort of seedy underground dirt i don't think so man if it is dude that is like that is so deep it's it's like where it's so deep underground it's where fucking captain marvel punched ultron you know into the center (laughs) of that planet nice that's how deep it is because dude he has had death threats he has had like uh, just people, uh, you know. January, you were there on January sixth. Uh, you were right next to. No, I wasn't. Not, yeah, you, you were right you next to me. You can't prove it. No, uh, we were. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, RVT does not uh, support the January sixth insurrection. Uh, let's just be very clear. No, no, no. You, you and me were shoulder to shoulder. We were on our way to the Matrix uh, 
uh, that <laughs> they were showing the Matrix again at, at 34th Street. That's where we were. But anyway, but I was following the news. <laughs> <laughs> and the news said um, that Mike Pence uh, refuses to acknowledge that, you know, Trump uh, basically backstabbed him and tried to get him killed. And, oh. you know, um, and any other kind of like, you know, any other deep, dark secret. He's he's a guy that if he can if he can still kiss Trump's ass after Trump basically had him almost killed by a mob uh, uh, of idiots, um, then he is keeping that certain secrets to the grave. He's like one of those. Uh, uh, what's it called? Those those people that went to that pedo island with uh, with what's that guy's name? Jeffrey Epstein. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're hmm. taking that secret to the gra- like Bill Gr- Bill Bill Gates is taking that to the grave. So is uh, what's his name Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Holy shit. Um, you want to talk <laughs> a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, where were where were all of you during the social media apocalypse uh, last <laughs> week? Uh, we were all living in olden times. I remember I created a fire in the backyard and I. You know, worshipped it for a good three hours because that was the only entertainment. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went down, which you know were three of the biggest uh, communications platforms. Um, and uh, people, you know, this is what made news. You know, it's uh, I would say I would dare say that it rivals the coverage that uh, an actual electrical blackout gets when it happened way back in what was it 2003 or something like that yeah maybe yeah it's uh people were just you know flipping out they're just like what my 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 followers my and you know of course twitter is just sitting in the cut like yeah motherfuckers tweet tweet yeah (laughs) but then people went on twitter and crashed it Just like goddamn people, really, we are we are in serious trouble because uh, that social media addiction is fucking real, dude. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I. Oh, I'm curious. Did did TikTok even flinch during that time? Where nah, B. Like... TikTok was standing <laughs> in the show like, mm, you want videos? <laughs> <laughs> I got videos, kid. Oh God, man! It's uh, I got white blonde people reclaiming their Latino roots. Ooh, you want that? you want to see that? <laughs> what? Oh God! That's like an epidemic on TikTok. I I have not been able to acclimate to TikTok. I I I, uh, I created a profile, but it just you know what it is. It kept fucking sending me notifications like, holy shit, this is a cool video, and I'm like, this isn't coming from anybody i know it's like it's it's the app trying to be like holy shit look at this this is funny i'm like (laughs) yeah it starts talking to you like it's your buddy (laughs) i'm like Like, i I hope you don't mind i helped myself to a couple of cold ones but you got to check out this video it's like (laughs) dude leave what the you don't live here (laughs) what i thought we were cool it's me and tiktok you know it's you and tiktok (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all coked up and everything. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> dude, you 
You got to chill. It is 930 in the morning. You have to chill. You like Duran Duran, dude? You know? <laughs> I, got ki- I, got, I got South Korean kids singing Duran Duran, you know, while making, like, funny gestures and shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Facebook and Instagram are off to the side drinking coffee like, this motherfucker, man. It's not even, it's not even 10 yet. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You want to see the latest dance craze? It's like, fuck mm. off, dude. <laughs> it's not even Coke anymore. You're just fucking basically doing... <laughs> you're basically doing fucking powdered sugar, dude. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. It's far- oh, it's Farina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, that takes, that takes me back to my childhood. Really? You snorted um, Farina? Oh yeah, that was the only. That's how Dominicans do. You didn't know? No, 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 no. I know. Yatu sabe, man. <laughs> but uh, that's why all. That's why Dominicans uh, suffer from bread lung, right? <laughs> bread lung. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Holy shit. Uh No, but seriously, tell me what what, what uh, you know. Tell me about this story. The story about uh, your childhood. About uh, Farina? Yeah. Oh, God. You were about to uh, tell the story. And then, like, I came in and I was like. I'm pretty sure after a childhood of Farina, I could I could actually eat lava uh, because there's nothing hotter than fresh Farina from the from the stove. Yes. Uh, and. uh the way I ate it, I would let it cool just a little bit so that it, it formed a, a skin on the top, right? And then you take your spoon and you run it along the edge because that's where the coolest part is so that you work your way in. But the center of farina is hotter than the surface of the sun. So eventually you have to brave the heat. So once you get to the center and you start getting it in, you burn away all of your taste buds doing that. <laughs> But they grow back stronger. Like my taste buds can actually talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's really weird. It's kind of like you know how they, what they sound like those little green creatures from Toy Story, where they're just oh, like really? that. The claw, yeah. the claw rules over. It's like that's what they sound like. Yeah. Right. So that that's my childhood story. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> Mine talk to me too. What do they say? Cunnilingus. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! That's not gonna uh. make the cut. Uh, I guess that's why. Uh, I guess that's why you're legendary. It's like yeah. when you're when you're with Pav, you're getting the whole goddamn team. That's anyway. right. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this, this this show is wild. Yeah, I love it. Um, this is this is prime Patreon content right here. <laughs> Oh, I wish. I fucking wish, dude. I wish we had enough followers. It. Yeah. Uh, but be sure to, to if you like the show, throw us a bone on Patreon. Uh, support our our nonsense and um and our dulcet tones and and uh, write us up a review on iTunes. Uh, wherever and you know, find us wherever fine podcasts are streamed or downloaded. And uh, if don't feel free to email us at robots versus taxes at gmail.com. Anyways, yes, yes, 
So, where were we? Uh, we were we were talking about our childhoods and somehow that connecting to. Uh, it was it was a serious subject and I fucked it up. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah. It was like Mike Pence and then oh no Zuckerberg, social media, all of that ah, going yes. down. Mm, mm. Uh, shit, man. What was that, it like for you, man? What was it like for me? I mean, um, it wasn't anything. I don't really post any pictures on social media. I mean, occasionally, like on Instagram, I surf for robots. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just look at robots, <laughs> robot designs. Of course, of course you do. Yeah, I know. I that's know. that's what I do. God mm-hmm. damn it. That's what I do. All right, fine. <laughs> Jeez, you're going to push me to... Is, I have to cut this, this whole part of the show. This is why you've been banned from the campus of Boston Dynamics. It's just like it's that <laughs> it's that guy again. It's like we don't know how he's somehow he's creeping out the robots. <laughs> I don't know. Is he creeping out the robots or he's making them better? And like one robot sees me like crossing the street and they're like, you you know, wait for <laughs> Oh, I didn't even program that. <laughs> oh, fucking weird, that's dude. When, that's when Linda Hamilton's voice cuts in. We didn't know how Judgment Day would rise. It turns out that robots are horny. <laughs> Viene una tormenta. <laughs> What'd you say? said jesus coming <laughs> no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right we gotta go we gotta get organized <laughs> all right okay so you were uh you were cruising for robots and uh when you realized that social media wasn't up what did you do um I don't know. I read Dune. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I was just like, okay, it's down. Time to read some comics, you know. Mm, mm. Reading a lot of Hellboy. Hellboy's the shit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I think that if social media were to die tomorrow, I'd be completely fine. Like I and I think that more people should be fine with it. This shouldn't be... Social media is a poison, you know? It was mm. cool at first, but then somehow along the way, I mean, uh, you heard what that what that lady who testified on, in, uh, you know, uh, on the floor of Congress said. Yes, She's like, yes. they changed the, in, the entire algorithm. Um, and... Uh, they changed the entire algorithm. They they uh, they were exploiting. They were, they know that that anger is the basest, uh, the most easiest of uh, human emotions, mm. and mm. they just uh, created an algorithm to make uh, to for people for users, sorry, <laughs> to be to be incensed, to get pissed, to get mad, yeah. uh, and. Um, to which I was like, oh, my God, a corporate billionaire exploiting people for profit? You don't say. Uh, the wildest well, fucking story. Are you fucking kidding me? Serious? Really? It's like some, something out of sci-fi. I know, right? 
if sci-fi didn't copy real life. Um, yeah. But <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think if uh, social media went down, humanity would probably uh, benefit from that. However, uh, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, th- I, I'm wondering if social media is just still in its infancy. Um, we, we had things like Friendster and MySpace, which, uh, I was never on, uh, my first foray into social media was Facebook. Um, and, uh, I do remember visiting people's pages on MySpace because they were just like, you should jump on and, you know, make your profile. And I remember thinking at the time, these are the ugliest pages on the Internet that I have ever seen. Oh, so much sparkles. So much digital sparkles. Sparkle gifts just all over the place. You'd open the page up and music would just start blaring from your uh, computer speakers. And it's just like, this is... Uh, this sucks. Like the colors just don't match. They'd make your eyes bleed. Um, I was just like, this is, this seems kind of, uh, juvenile. And then Facebook came along and it had a uniform look to it. And I was just like, Hmm, everybody's on it. I think, I think I have to join. Um, and I think from there it became like this exponential multiplication for society because not only did we have it on our computers, but then with the advent of smartphones, uh, it quickly it quickly just percolated into every minute of our lives. You know, I, I think social media would be an entirely different beast if we didn't have the ubiquity of uh, smart devices giving us always on access anywhere we go. Um, that's right. That's right. You know, you 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 are definitely right because those two things go hand in hand: smartphones and social media. Mm. And it's like the one-two punch of like poisoning the psyche of the nation um, or the world, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which I think is like a, I, I think is a, a, a gross exaggeration. You know, I'm just like, it's poison. It's poison. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it's kind of like a, a nifty shorthand for finding news up until – it was up until like you know um fake news started like pouring in it wasn't mm. it just it was like the wild west it wasn't regulated well it was regulated if you're a progressive if you're progressive and you speak truth to power they immediately delete your fucking news but <laughs> you know if you if you're a white guy with a manifesto holy shit they were just like oh. you know what fuck it let him do what he do it's like, you know, the First Amendment and such. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but with social with social media, I think it, it just it amplifies the uh, naivete of what uh, humanity inherently has, because I remember in the the very beginnings of uh, the commercial Internet where we were all jumping on with our 56K modems and uh free diskettes and CDs in practically every magazine that you brought during the 90s. Um, So you jump on. And I remember email chain letters saying, like, uh, Bill Gates is tracking uh, this particular message. So if you share it, he's, you know, giving away millions of dollars um, at the end of the week. And if you're on the chain, you'll get some. And, you know, that stuff really 
uh, kind of propagated very fast and very intensely uh, in everybody's email inbox. And same thing with internet rumors. I remember people freaking out in the early days of Facebook, like, oh, Facebook is going to change from a free service to a paid service uh, unless everybody puts this um, this message in their profile, letting Facebook know that we'll all leave. It's just like, no, why, why, why would Facebook do it? It's, it's run on ads. It's always been run on ads. Um, same thing with email. Like, oh, the post office is going to start charging for every email that you send. It's like, the post office has nothing to do with your email. They don't physically send email, you know? So uh, that that's all to say that people have been primed for a long time to believe bullshit, you know, um, at least during this internet age, I'm sure it extends even before then, but uh, with, with the, the speed uh, and intensity and ubiquity of social media, it takes something horrible and just makes it that much worse. Yeah, I, 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 I really hope that at some point, <laughs> like we, like it, it becomes kind of like a, a regulated in the right way, you know. And that, that's that, and that's a weird thing for me to say because I'm just like, you know, I'm all for you know free speech and and all that stuff, but it's like. You know, uh, free speech up until you're up until you're you're yelling fire in a crowded theater, which is, you know, what I consider like all this fucking fake news and the flagrant racism that just pervades throughout social media. Hmm. Uh, I just think Hmm. that definitely needs to be like regulated, because if not, like we're just going to get more and more of this this division that we're getting right now Hmm. like especially more so more so in the united states than in other than i feel like in any other place i mean like i feel like other countries are looking at at us and they're just like what the fuck is going to happen now you know (laughs) well you know relatively speaking to a lot of other countries we're 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 still kind of the new kids on the block um this is still a young country compared especially to a lot of uh european uh nations and but we have all the toys and all the money uh, for now. And we kind of don't know what to do. We're like a we're like some teenage asshole who's who's given like a fucking Bugatti and doesn't know how to fucking process that. It's just like, oh, you're you're asking for uh, this to end in a fiery heap wrapped around a tree. You know, so. <laughs> Hey man, live fast, die young, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh jeez, remember that Yolo. when that was a thing? <laughs> Yellow. That's right. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> you can't say RVT aren't trendsetters. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Yolo, uh, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. You, want to, you want to cover a little bit about uh, Dave Chappelle's new new special, The Closer. <sighs> I, I can I can I before you say anything, can I say just one thing? I miss sure. I miss old Dave. Oh, agreed. I miss agreed. young I miss young Dave Chappelle. It, it's like, ugh, 
it's like old Dave Chappelle wrapped them up in like some special papers and smoked them. It was, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're like two different people. It's, it's, it's really sad. I mean, just quickly, cause I didn't actually watch the latest special, but I did see a, um, a, a news article talking about how, again, in this special for like the last four or five specials, he's gone in on the trans community and it's fucking tiring. It's weird. Uh, he doesn't get that sex and gender are two different things. And in his latest special, from what I read in the article, he's talking about, you know, he's like, oh, gender's a fact. This, then, the other. Gender's a fact. It's just like, to quote the article, nobody's debating gender. But you're, comp you're well, we are, but you're confusing gender and sex. You know, nobody's saying that if you're born with a penis, that that's not a penis. If you're born with a vagina, that's not a vagina. We're talking about the assigning of gender and everything that entails that is a social construct. And it, this is not some sort of immutable thing handed down from the stars that must be followed and cannot be redefined. But for him, it's just like he sounds like. He sounds like one of those stupid white guys on Fox News. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go so far as to say that. But, I mean, from my point of view, I watched the special. And I, you know, because I, I'm a fan of comedy and I'm a fan of Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle's comedy. I love fucking, you know, his first, like, his first three specials. Holy shit. You mm. know, I thought we're, we're fucking amazing. Uh, but just the... the uh, to me, you know, the, the, the cops and sprinkling crack dust and, um, <laughs> you know, purple drink. And <laughs> I, I don't oh, even you, have to you're say talking about full, old Dave. You're talking yeah. about old Dave. Yeah. I don't have to even say the, 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 the whole, the whole joke for you to be like, yeah, those were the classics, man. The, the, the fucking, you know, jer the guy jerking <laughs> off on the bus. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> the airplane that was hijacked and <laughs> those are those are some fucking those great are bits. some fucking amazing classic bits that will go down in history as some of the funniest things ever uttered by a human being. In the special the, the though. Oh. The, the crackhead, the crackhead who stole his chocolate bar and he went looking for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a classic one. Yes, that's a classic one. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but this, this, this stand-up special, it honest, it honestly seemed like a TED talk. And you know, for all the, for all the, the, the weird, like. I'm pro-gay, but I'm also anti-gay because he, he, he plays fast and loose with, like, uh, I'm I'm pro, but I'm also against. And hmm. he, he plays really fast and loose with that. Uh, his, the whole approach to his show was very much like a lecture. Hmm. And I'm just like, this is such a weird evolution of this guy. Um, to evolve from like being someone with a, with a very distinct point of view to calling himself the goat on stage. I don't know if you know that he did that. 
Um, he, he, he's he's done that for a little while. Now. He's yeah. He's he's he did what uh, what I feel like a lot of artists do when they reach a pinnacle point, mm. like the crossroads, like celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. The celebrity goes to their heads, and then they think that they're untouchable, and then they start referring to themselves as the goat, and then they start taking pictures of themselves na- next to David Letterman, you know, black and white photos, and uh, <laughs> next to all these celebrities, and look how awesome I am, you know. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I can say, fuck the trends, people, because nothing will happen to me. It's too late. I have all y'all's money, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he says this thing that I, I, I thought was really interesting. He's like, it's our responsibility to or I'm paraphrasing. It's our responsibility to speak recklessly as comedians. And I'm like, uh. yeah. But then you get mad when people start canceling you, and then you're just like, then I'm when, especially when the trans community starts criticizing you, then you have to do another special about it. Like, mm. dude, that's no way to handle this kind of dude. Grow the grow. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this to, about Dave Chappelle, but, but I actually think he should fucking grow up. Um, <sighs> it there's something it's, there's it's something confusing. about having money. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to, uh, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, there's just something about money and being at a certain level that disconnects people from humanity. I don't feel like Young Chappelle would have gone about this quite that way. I I could be wrong, but when I look at his early material, uh, it was a very humorous way to shine a light on some of the absurdities of society, in particular racism, race relations, to a certain extent, uh, male and female relations. And now it's just sort of like, from what I've seen from his last few specials and what I'm reading in these news articles, it's just like, hey, taking this line that a lot of white comedians take, it's just like, we should be able to say what we want to say without there being a backlash. Because, and they take this this uh, two-faced stance. It's just like, it's just comedy. What, you think, you think we influence the world? You think we write laws or policy and stuff like that? But on the flip side of that, they're making, especially for those at the top of the field, tremendous amounts of money you you think there there isn't a correlation between your popularity your voice your platform and what is repeated throughout society it's 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 a weird cognitive disassociation like you're not you're not just a voice in an empty void yeah like people listen to you yeah it's comedy but you know comedy is not just about it's not just about laughter it's commentary and commentary matters yeah and here's another thing that i i i I totally agree with you that that it's kind of like a lot of comedians what they don't understand uh they they take an about face approach is what you said Mm. 
and I kind of felt that way, especially about like I think it was his his um his special sticks and stones, or was it the the uh the bird paradox i forget what what it was called uh but hmm. he starts talking about cancel culture cancel culture sucks fuck cancel culture and then um he turns around and he says hbo max is streaming the Chappelle show without my my consent huh boycott hbo max and i'm just like come on man just and people and people did yeah and they they changed his his, they changed their position and started paying him yes like like wow dude like like it's it's hypocritical shit like that 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 bugs me because that's not it's that doesn't fall in with comedy shit Mm. that's not that there's nothing jokey about that there's uh that's that's a that's an ignorant stance. It's a hypocritical stance to mm. take. Um and it it, it just makes it, it it makes it so much it, it's just icing on the cake on the fact that like I've already kind of like I already feel myself distancing myself from his new specials and shit and who he really is because I'm just like I I'm, I can't be a fan anymore if all he's doing is being like fucking trans people, blah blah blah, you know, mm. Mm. you know, women are men, men are women, you know. He, he's just saying a bunch of bullshit, and then his, he his defense for the whole thing is that uh, he he's become the I have a trans friend. You guys yep. can't criticize me. I have a trans friend. That yep. trans friend is dead. But I had a trans friend, you know, <laughs> and it's like, dude, d- d- I, I I can't I can't enjoy this shit anymore. Like I I laughed maybe twice mm. throughout his whole special, and who am I? I'm a nobody, but I'm a fan, you know, or I was. But the fact that I went from like l- laughing my ass off at like his first, like two, two, three specials. Like every time he fucking opened his mouth, it, I, I remember he did a bit on Kramer right after Kramer started dropping the N word everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was the funniest fucking bit I ever heard. <laughs> um, for, to go from like laughing my ass off at him, uh, at his jokes and like being like, wow, he's got like a very, He's got a, like such a an interesting philosophy on life, and I love the way he looks at things. To being like, oh, he's the guy that's that defends himself because he's just like, I have that one trans friend. That's why you can't tr- criticize me. J.K. Rowling, yeah, yeah turf. I'm a turf. I know, it's right? Like, I, I, I'm wondering if he has uh, any concern or concept of what his legacy will ultimately be, because. This this stuff, this anti-trans stuff, it's not going to age well. I, we're not going to enter into a time where it's just like, you know what? He was right. Uh, trans isn't a real thing. It's like, no, it's it, it's been here for a long time. It just hasn't been visible considering, you know, how society has uh, marginalized that particular group. But now that we've entered an age where people are a lot more open um there's still tons more work to do, but people are a lot more open. It's not going away. So it behooves everybody to 
come to a more evolved understanding of what's happening. And, and with that, I don't feel like that part of his material is, is going to age well. It's like, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, just tell me what you think. But it's sort of like when the old racist shit uh, that people have done in their past resurfaces now and people are just like, oh, wow, you're kind of fucked up. You know, yeah. you said a lot of fucked up shit and we have to take that into account as well, even though you've done maybe you've done some great projects since then, you know, but we also can't ignore this stuff. Um, I I think that's ultimately what might happen with with uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I, I see. I don't know about that. Um, OK, because I actually think he's. He's in a place where he's finan- he's financially satisfied with how he is. Uh, he's con- he's still considered by many to be, you know, the greatest of all time. He's considered to be the goat. So, um, uh, you know, I I I think that um, he's he's walking away from this and being like, ah, ha, 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 fuck that, I don't give a shit. Mm. You know, he doesn't care. He's he's rich. She's fucking rich. She's rich, bitch. She's fucking wealthy. <laughs> um uh I mean, the social legacy that he leaves behind is one that's going to be confusing, but I don't think he gives it two fucks. The thing I, that I think that is uh really messy about all this thing, all, all this whole this whole situation uh is the the reaction, the fallout from all of it hmm. have you seen some of the fallout of it um i i haven't really i've only read uh i've only read that article about uh what he said in his latest special what have you seen um well there was a producer of the show called uh dear white people on netflix trans mm-hmm. white woman came out and basically was just like i refuse to work on netflix anymore uh, if it's going to keep continuing to post transphobic content like this. Mm. Um, and, and then I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, wow, now, now it's a fucking mess. Now it's a train wreck. Hmm. Uh, because, I mean, she felt she fell right into the trap, right into the fucking, uh, she shot herself in the foot. This lady, uh, Jacqueline Moore, I think is her name. Uh, she shot herself in the foot because basically what it looks like optics wise is mm. that a white woman is telling a black man how to do his art. Hmm. And that's not a good look. Uh, she should have really thought about. <laughs> I mean, if she wants to quit. And, you know, leave uh, the show because of the transphobic content, but don't uh, officially make a statement about it. Um, I don't know. You know what it is? Nothing about that is, r- is right. I'm, I'm hearing myself. It's mm. like, am I telling her she shouldn't express herself? No. But because she's a white woman, this looks bad. I I can see how somebody could spin it that way, but I don't feel – look, the <laughs> There are a lot of things that white women say that is just like completely tone deaf and will speak to uh, their insensitivity or ignorance to anything outside of whiteness. However, I think that 
it doesn't make every single statement that is said just by white woman uh, invalid, especially since she is a uh, a trans white woman. Um, some people can spin it as, oh, trying to tell a black man how to do his craft. It's just like, you know, I necessarily, you know, I, I, I don't speak for everybody, obviously, but I don't see it that way. I see it as somebody who is coming from a marginalized group speaking to an issue that really affects them and tons of other people. Just because Dave Chappelle is a black man doesn't make him exempt from criticism. Uh, almost, almost everybody in the world uh, who belongs to a marginalized group also belongs to a group that has privilege. Uh, in this instance, Dave Chappelle is a cis male who is speaking on a subject that he has no life experience of. And somebody who does, I think, comes from a position that can give valid uh, criticism. Um, like And like I said before, what you said, yeah, I can see how it could be spun that way. But there's nothing in the statement, as from what you've told me, that is like she's sort of like uh, poo-pooing uh, like you black man you know don't practice your craft that way or whatever the fuck I know I, I, I and I agree with you I do agree with you but I'm telling you optics wise mm. this does not look good hmm. like you know it, I, I think that I mean a lot of people especially on fucking Twitter and I know Twitter uh, I know twi Twitter is a cesspool and even Dave Chappelle was like, it's not a real place um, to which I agreed with him. But it is kind of because it has a lot of sway over public opinion. Uh, mm. So Twitter was basically like uh, about this, this, the, the trans woman who uh, produces uh, the show Dear White, oh, who doesn't produce, I'm sorry, is the showrunner for Dear White People. Mm. Um, they were just like, come on, you're you're a white trans woman like on the show dear white people telling dave Sch you know it just all of it doesn't look good to me hmm. optics wise this is a bad look um god i just wish that i don't know I wish that this was l less of a complex issue. This is to me, it looks like a fucking car wreck, um, where nobody's wa like. Uh, I, I feel like nobody's walking away from this unscathed, except um, the white patriarchy. They're walking away, laughing at this. They're like, ha 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 ha, hilarious. Well, um, you know, the, the the white patriarchy is 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 a whole fucking uh asteroid uh onto itself uh i i really wish that we could uh, for a moment just sort of laser focus in on white patriarchy and dismantle the form in which it currently exists because it does out of everything um it does the most damage some in in many respects a lot of a lot of the bullshit and uh, marginalization that we see arises from that. Because really, who, who set up these definitions that divide us? Who spouts 
the loudest these um, opinions and perspectives that are so unbelievably offensive of, you know, oh, uh, there's uh, trans people don't really exist. If you're gay, uh, what you actually are is sick or confused. Um, if you're anything between black and brown, uh, you are inherently inferior and so on and so forth. And, and there's, a, there's been a lot of fallout, fallout from that, but you know, um, we're all fighting a whole bunch of battles. I feel like progress has been made, but there's still so much more to go. His other defense is that he's like, no, uh, you know, you're not hearing me. I'm not criticizing trans people. I'm criticizing white people. And, but the thing about that is that it's wrapped in an anti-trans shit. Like his, his, uh, his like, Criticism of white people is wrapped in an anti-trans candy shell. Ugh. So it's it's confu it's a confusing message because it's it, it it almost makes it seem like um the only people he's criticizing are white trans people, but that's not the case. When he says trans people, it means all trans like there's not trans people aren't a monolith. Either. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, um, you know, there are trans people of all races. And that's that's uh, and to to say shit so callously uh, mm. about uh, about, you know, uh, making fun of bullying them on stage for like an hour is I think is is it's it's not comedy. It's just fucking wrong. Yeah yeah <sighs> it's a this is you know quote-unquote free speech it's such a tricky thing um because you know you don't you don't want what they have in china where you literally can't speak out or the state officially uh, holds a position that certain people don't exist or uh or can't be out in the open like that is a frightening situation. But I also don't want to take the perspective of like, well, at least we're not as bad as them because no progress comes from that. You're, you're just basically working to stay from hitting the bottom. That doesn't make you rise to the top, if, right. that, makes, if that makes any sense. Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that being silent about this is definitely not the thing to do. I, if if Dave if Dave Chappelle ever hears this, but if if he ever hear this uh, hears this, it's like, uh, dude, it's not the rest of us who are wrong. It's not the rest of us who just don't get it, and you are trying to illuminate the rest of us. Uh, like, take a second. Just take a fucking second. Um, Put down the money <laughs> just for for a minute. Quit hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce, like, like you know. just just chill the fuck out and realize that there's some real lived experiences that I think you you might be ignoring. You might you're you're very introspective, man. You've done some brilliant shit, but you you're definitely missing the mark on this. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know it. 
that's that sucks. <laughs> Fuck. It really does. It's we're we're almost uh, our show's almost over, and I wanted to talk about like what if and Squid Game and all this. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you know, we really we really had to talk about this. I, I yeah. guess we really felt uh, strongly about this. Yeah, but um, very very briefly before we end, um, you wanna get you saw Midsummer. The, the film Midsummer. I know that's been out for forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> talking about crazy white people, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. White people in the woods. It's, I know. It's right? like, what the fuck? But um, that movie, first of all, I, I'm i really becoming a fan. I, I've already been a fan, but I'm becoming even more of a fan of almost everything that a 24 is putting out because they just fucking go, you know, you, yeah. there's really nothing else like that. Like the look of their films, the pacing, uh, you know, you're getting something well thought out and, uh, constructed saying that this movie freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I was, I, I love nature. But the whole time I was watching this movie, I just had anxiety. I was just like, you need to get the fuck out of this tuft of land because fucked up shit is happening here. Just the way all these Swedes were walking around with smiles on their face and their, you know, their dances and shit like that. I was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, nothing good. I, I, like everything looked beautiful. And the fact that everything looked beautiful was unnerving. It's like, yes. this isn't real, guys. It's this is some creepy. Sh- there's some creepy shit in these beautiful woods. You it's know, like I need to, I need to chill out and go to the Bronx just to unwind because yes, this shit exactly. was fucking me up inside. Um, the as the film got progressively more and more graphic, uh, I was just like, these people are. These people are fucking tweaked. This is what happens when you don't have uh, regular circadian rhythms uh, and you don't get enough darkness in relation to your sunlight. Like you got to. Yes, exactly. Right. Got to balance that shit out. You start worshiping fucking (laughs) occult otherworldly creatures and you you burn you put people in bear costumes. Then you burn them at stake. You know, (laughs) fucking weird. Super weird. Super weird. But. As a movie, I recommend it. Yes, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, I th- I think that's where we should cap it. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Squid Game next next week. Oh yes, hopefully, I'll watch, hopefully, yeah. I'll have watched more episodes by then because I just saw the first. First episode is drugs. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's drugs. Um. It, uh, I'll, we'll talk about it in the next episode, but uh, yeah, it's it's a ama- it's it's an amazing show. You should definitely just watch all of it. Um, yes. So from both of us here, I am Pav, and I'm Ernesto, and together we are the Robots versus Taxes program on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week.
perder.